The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank Bushfire Recovery Grants. It's one way they're helping to support local communities impacted by bushfires. For more information, head to combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 5th of February. In your squiz today, Michael McCormack holds on to the Nationals' leadership, Greta Thunberg nominated for a Nobel Prize, drought-breaking rain and new emojis. This is your squiz today. Straight back into Australian politics this morning, Claire, and Michael McCormack has held on to the leadership of the National Party and so also the Deputy Prime Ministership, despite Barnaby Joyce's bid for his old job. He has. We don't know what his winning margin is. The Nationals don't release the results of their party room uh, votes, but there was lots of speculation yesterday that it was close. Also speculation that given it looks like Joyce got some pretty good support in the party room that this is far from over. Yeah, it will remain to be seen if that does settle the leadership question or not. In the meantime, Parliament took the time yesterday to honour the 33 bushfire victims lost in what PM Scott Morrison has called the Black Summer of 2019-2020. There was also movement on the possibility of establishing a royal commission into the bushfires. That Royal Commission is something that Morrison has said that he would like to see established, not just from a Commonwealth perspective, but also including the states so that it can be one big inquiry into our preparedness for bushfires, but also the uh, response to them uh, and how this summer went down. He's written to those states to ask for their cooperation. He's also said that he would like it to be led by a former chief of our Defence Forces, uh, Air Chief Marshal Mark Binskin. Jumping over to US politics now, there's no official winner yet out of the Iowa Democratic Caucus. This one is meant to move the process forward for picking the Democratic candidate for the 2020 presidential election, but no clear result yet. What happens is that party members come together, they hold meetings. There were 1,600 meetings on the the Democrats' side yesterday in Iowa and they have rounds and rounds of voting. It's quite a spectacle that compares to a primary vote where you just go and vote in secret. It's the subject of a lot of discussion about these sort of antiquated caucus systems, but we'll put that to one side. What happened is that uh, an app was meant to be used by Democrats to record the results, but the app went down. That meant that the precinct captains were meant to get on the phone and call the result through to the state party headquarters, but the phone lines jammed and then they had quality issues about actually verifying the results. All in all, it means that a result that was meant to be announced a long time ago still hasn't been announced, which has just left the gate open for Donald Trump to give them a really big whack. As we mentioned yesterday, 243 Australians were evacuated out of Wuhan, which is the epicentre of the coronavirus outbreak. They're waiting out their quarantine on Christmas Island. The remaining Australians in the area are still waiting to hear exactly how the logistics for their flights will work out 
There's the suggestion that there'll be another chartered Qantas plane going to Wuhan by the end of the weekend. Reports say that that's what the government's working on. Uh, Also reports say that an Air New Zealand flight carrying up to 50 Australians was scheduled to take off last night. So we'll no doubt hear a little bit more about uh, how those Australians who want to come home uh, are getting back here. In a quick update in the numbers, Australia's confirmed cases rose to 13. Overnight, an eight-year-old Chinese national in Brisbane was confirmed to have the virus. Uh, 427 people are confirmed to have died, including a Hong Konger. He was the second death outside of mainland China. And we have actually just released our Squiz Shortcut episode on coronavirus. It's a 10-minute podcast where we go through what coronavirus actually is, where it came from, the broader implications, and how we stop the spread. So you can find that in your podcasting app. The Nobel Peace Prize nominations closed on Saturday, and while the organisation doesn't publicly confirm the nominees, it's being reported that Greta Thunberg, the teenage environmental activist, has been nominated. Yes, two Swedish politicians want her to be recognised for her work, they say, uh, to make politicians open their eyes to the climate crisis, which means that uh, if she is successful, she would be one of the youngest people to win that Nobel Peace Prize. Um, The award is announced in October, so there's a bit of time before we know if that's a successful nomination. In weather news now, parts of the east coast of Australia are set to have the highest rainfall in years over the next eight days. Experts are saying it could be enough to extinguish some of the bushfires in the east and perhaps break the drought in some areas. So your rain dance has paid off, Claire. Well, fingers crossed it's a good thing. I mean, rain is fantastic, particularly in these really severe drought-affected areas. But if it's really heavy rain, then there's issues, of course, with flooding, uh, also with taking away these really valuable topsoils from uh, farmers who really need it to recover. So uh, fingers crossed it's long and uh, consistent and heavy uh, so that they can fill up their dams and actually get the benefit of it, but not that it washes everything away. Just the right exact amount of rain would be. I think we deserve that after the weather we've been having over the last couple of years. (laughs) Can't afford to be picky, but (laughs) um, yeah, but fingers crossed for them. In a bit of booze news now, Claire, there's a new drink trend happening in the US. It's likely to find its way over here as these things do. It's a trend of adding alcohol to pretty much anything, coffee, kombucha, not sure about that one. (laughs) Yeah, and seltzer. That's been a really big trend in the US over the last couple of summers, a drink called hard seltzer. Um, Seltzer is just like a carbonated water. It's it's not a soda water or a mineral water. It's it's another thing. But in a couple of quick summers, it's reached sales of $500 million in the US last year. Um, Australia only got its first hard seltzer um, just before the party season. So it'll be interesting to see if it's been mm. picked up. But the other trend that seems to be global is that non-alcoholic beverages uh, and that market is growing quite a bit, um, of course, with a push towards health and well-being. 117 new emojis are hitting keyboards in 2020, Claire. Love a good emoji. Some of the new ones include an anatomical heart, a ninja that got a mention in our Squids Kids podcast earlier. There's a black cat, but it's the new pinching hands emoji that could be about to cause an international ruckus. 
And that's because it has so many applications uh, across so many cultures. So that upward pinched hand uh, apparently in Italian means, you know, sort of what do you want? What are you Uh, doing? When you're looking at Nigeria, it signals apparently a back and forth argument. Um, The Israelis use it to convey annoyance. Um, Also, it has a thing in Korean um, culture about sort of gesturing a dumpling. So, yeah, it (laughs) can have many applications and depending on who you're um, messaging you might just want to be a bit careful about using it yeah it sounds like it's not going to be confusing at all i think i'm going to go for the dumpling interpretation yeah and who doesn't like dumplings at least that's a positive thing absolutely each day the subject line relates to a particular news story what have you got for us today Gone for Bob Dylan, a really oldie, um, a hard rains are going to fall. That seems to be what we're in store for if you're on the east uh, of Australia from Queensland all the way down to Victoria. And he is hoping it does some good. On that note, that's all from us today. Don't forget you can check out our new Squiz Shortcuts podcast episode on coronavirus. We go through the context and the background to what's happening there. Have a great day, everybody, and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.